Shalom, brothers and sisters. We have a, a timely lesson today, um, something we haven't touched on much here at this church. Uh, today's lesson will be called The Evil Within Politics. So today, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about the political system. Um, during this campaign of this president that's in the Oval Office um, today, as we, as we sit here today, um, have been the most... There's been so much um, hoopla. There's been so much controversy within this this campaign. I've never seen the president so many times <laughs> on television, on sports channels, on social media. There's been a lot of controversy. Um, even to, if you guys remember, when the election was, people were actually getting into fistfights based on who they voted for. So we wanted to kind of go into today um, what the Bible teaches about trusting in government that have oppressed the people. Because Christian church, they tell us to follow the government. And we're going to see what the Bible have to say about that today, brothers and sisters. The Bible tells us that we shouldn't be looking for equality in an unjust country. How can we look for equality in a country who have warred against a plethora of other countries, have enslaved the people, have stolen a land from a people. And then we go to those same people and say, I want to use the same toilet bowl as an Edomite. That's against the Bible, brothers and sisters. We are supposed to police our own communities, according to the Bible. And we're going to go into it today. So, you know, we're going to start with those who believe in the Bible. Because you have those who don't believe in the Bible. So, you know, they probably won't understand the politics in the Bible. I learned politics from the Bible. A lot of people just think the Bible is what? Following laws. If you believe that, that the Bible is just following laws, you'll never see the beauty within Scripture. Because the Bible teaches you about history. It teaches you about politics. It teaches you about moral and civil law. The Bible will teach you. And we're going to go into what the Bible has to say about politics, brothers and sisters. We're going to Hosea 4 and 6. Hosea 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge, lack of, uh, knowledge of what? We lack the knowledge of who our God is. We lack the knowledge of who we are. We don't, we don't want to believe that there is uh, an agenda against us. So a lot of times we shun the Bible because in order to believe that what the Bible is saying is true and we are who the Bible says we are, that means we're important. And they taught us to believe that we're not that important. When you find out that this whole world have been molded in order to deceive you, everything was about deceiving the people, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time? Hosea 4 and 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. So he's saying, if we reject him, he will reject us. And how are we rejecting him? By rejecting the words of the Most High, which are contained in the Bible, brothers and sisters. So we have no knowledge. We're going to go into what we have no knowledge of, brothers and sisters. Because why? To the pure, all things are pure. So we're not expecting that the political system is against us. We don't look at things like that. We look at things for, you know, the good in things. We don't look at situations or circumstances for the evil. 
And the Bible warns us about that, brothers and sisters. I personally have never voted in my short life, and I don't plan on it. Brothers and sisters, I didn't vote for Barack Obama. I know a lot of our people did, and I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to demean them or demoralize them or degrade them because a lot of people don't have the knowledge. We're going to go into it today. What does the Bible say about electing a foreigner, a stranger to rule over you? We should not vote, brothers and sisters, because why? If you vote, that that shows that you believe in the system. Even if the person who you want to win doesn't win, you vote it, so that means you believe in the system. Therefore, whatever comes with these politicians, you were in agreement with because you voted in their system, brothers and sisters. We're going to go into it. Let's go to Isaiah 5 and 13, brother, and the Tanakh. Isaiah 5 and 13. Therefore, my people are going into captivity because they have no knowledge. Read that again, brother. Verse 13. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished, are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. Brothers and sisters, we have no knowledge. We are self enslaved mentally, brothers and sisters, because we have no knowledge. We look at politicians as a savior. I want to vote this man in or this woman in so they can help my people. We're now looking at those who have oppressed us for help, brothers and sisters. Something has transpired where we've been confused. We have no knowledge. Therefore, what? We, we perish. We perish for a lack of that knowledge. And politics, brothers and sisters, is, is very big in our community because why? If you tell your grandfather, your grandmother, you were not going to vote, you will be attacked. Because they'll tell you what? You know people died for your right to, for your, for your right to vote? See? So they have, they have skewed it and flipped everything, brothers and sisters. The moment they gave women and quote-unquote black people the opportunity to vote, they then instituted what? The Electoral College. So they took it right out of your hands. Even though they, they set it up like, yeah, you're part of this. Then they took it out of your hands because they would never, they would never give opportunity for their plan not to work. After they didn't spend hundreds of years on this, you think they're going to leave it to you to make the right decision? At that point, brothers and sisters, we have already lost because why? The person that who, who, who selects the, the president, do your research, brothers and sisters. It's called the CFR or the Council on Foreign Relations. They make the decisions, brothers and sisters. Now, none of us know who's in the Council of Foreign Relations. None of us know a person from the, the Electoral College, but yet we're voting. So, brothers and sisters, if you vote, if you get involved, if you go protest, Black Lives Matter, or Trump is an idiot, or whatever. You're showing that you're against the Bible, brothers and sisters. You're not going to receive equality in a place that was set up to destroy you. And that's, that's the simple fact. They were set up to enslave us and destroy us, brothers and sisters. We can't go to those people now for a handout. Can you read that one more time, brother? Isaiah 5 and 13. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge, and their honorable men are famished. And the multitude dried up with thirst. Right. Brothers and sisters, we're going to Deuteronomy 17 and 14. What did the Most High say about having a ruler over the children of Israel? Deuteronomy 17 verse 14. When thou art come unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shalt possess it, and shalt dwell therein, and shalt say, I will set a king over me, 
like it's all the nations that are about me. So brothers and sisters, understand when we select a ruler or a king, there's certain regulations concerning that, brothers and sisters. We're going to go into the regulations. Continue, brother. Verse 15. Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. Read that again, brother. Verse 15. Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. See, so the Most High is supposed to choose who the king is, or the ruler, or the president. He's in that, you know, in that king's seat, brothers and sisters. Not, not a pagan satanic government. By the time they give you the candidates, they already put there who they wanted. You think out of all the millions of billions of people in America, those are the two candidates that they came up with? See? So you've already lost. Once you get to the voting process, they've already put two of their people there. They've already put two of their people there, brothers and sisters. So they're, they're ahead of schedule. While we're thinking, well, yeah, I want to just better my community and, and vote for the person who I think will help out my people. They're both two, two heads of the same coin, brothers and sisters. They're both evil, and they play against each other. That's the politics. We're going to show you. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 15. Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. One from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee. Read that again, brother. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is not thy brother. You are not supposed to king, put a king over you of another nation, brothers and sisters. That is not of the Most High. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 15. Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. One from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is not thy brother. See? So it's common sense, brothers and sisters, it's natural to have someone like you with the same interest over you, not to choose somebody of another nation. We should never be subject to foreign rulers, according to the Bible, brothers and sisters. We're going to go into it. We're going to go. Let's go to Psalms 147 to show you why. The most high should choose and it should never be somebody of another nation. And we're going to show you why. We're going to Psalms 147. We're going to read uh, 19 and 20. Psalms 147, verse 19. He showed his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his, his judgments unto Israel. See, so that's why he said not somebody from another nation, because they don't have the law. So why would the Most High tell you to put somebody who's, un, who's lawless over you, over a people of law? Read it one more time, brother, please. Verse 19. He showed his word unto Jacob. His statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as far and as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. See? So this is why he said, do not put a stranger over you, brothers and sisters. Because why? They're lawless. The Most High gave commandments to Israel. He gave law, statutes, and commandments to, to show us how to self-govern. We should be governing ourselves, brothers and sisters. That's what the Bible says. Now, I don't have anything against Gentiles, but... Gentiles don't have my best interests at heart. They don't have your best interests at heart, brothers and sisters. The Bible says the Most High should choose. So in that day, you would have the Most High would talk to the prophets, and the prophets would tell you who's going to rule. Moses would tell you. This is how it was, brothers and sisters. Not some proxy. It was somebody who grew up amongst you in your community who you knew. Not somebody who popped up from two years out of wherever they claim they're from. We didn't know who Barack Obama was until 
He was running for president. We didn't know him. He didn't grow up in the schools, in the ghettos that we grew up in. He was, he was separated from us. Psalms 147, verse 19. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. As for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, the Gentiles don't know the law. So when you say you don't eat pork or you're a Jew or, you know, they look at you, they're perplexed because they don't know these laws, brothers and sisters. They were not taught these laws. Each nation have a certain God that they follow of religion. You go into Asia, predominantly they're Buddhist. Over there in India also, you know what the, the Romans, the Edomites are dealing with straight paganism and Satanism and Greek mythology. You have the Hamites who are dealing with, with what? Over 300 different gods. Voodoo. So all races of people and nations of people have a God over them. But we have the true God. We have the true law, the true commandments. The Most High said he gave us the commandments. So why do we need a constitution? Why, why not just institute the, the commandments from the Bible? Why not do that? We're going to show you, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha 17 and 17. This is why he said, do not put a stranger or a foreigner over you, the children of Israel. Ecclesiasticus 17, verse 17. For in the division of the nations of the whole earth, he set a ruler over every people. But Israel is the Lord's portion. See, so he set a God, lowercase g, over all people. So every nation have are being ruled by a fallen angel, a fallen God. Except for who? Read it again, brother. Verse 17, for in the division of the nations of the whole earth, he set a ruler over every people, but Israel is the Lord's portion. See, so each nation of people have a ruler over them. And that's why we can't follow the Gentiles, brothers and sisters. We can't follow them. They must follow us, brothers and sisters. They must follow the most high. And they're only going to follow us if we follow the most high. I want to put that out there. It's not like we're trying to be in charge of somebody. But the Most High gave us a responsibility to follow the law and teach the world to do so also. All of these other nations are heathens, brothers and sisters. If you're not following the Most High, you're a heathen, period. You believe in reincarnation. You believe in homosexuality. You believe that you should be able to eat whatever you want. The Most High said, don't put a person like that over you. We are precious to the Most High. Read it one more time, brother. Ecclesiasticus 17 and 17. For in the division of the nations of the whole earth, he set a ruler over every people. But Israel is the Lord's portion. We're the Lord's portion, brothers and sisters. We don't follow other gods. We belong to the Most High, higher, brothers and sisters. That's the difference between us and the other nations. Go, let's go to Job 9 and 24. This is why the Most High said, do not set a stranger over thee. Now, what did we have? We had two strangers that was running for office. And, and they say, what do they say? It's the less of, lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. Who agrees with evil? I don't want any evil. <laughs> yeah. Right? Then you had, what, Hillary? She didn't even campaign. Her whole campaign was, I'm a woman. She didn't even campaign. That was her whole campaign was, vote for me because I'm a woman. Brothers and sisters, this, is, this political ball game, it's just that. It's a game. You have those who are in Congress who are paid by one family. You have 200 delegates. They're all paid by the same family. So they're used to pass certain legislation and laws when they all work for the same people, brothers and sisters. This political game, we knew 
even come, growing up, you know, in the movies and the TV shows, they always told you what? The politicians were evil. They are evil, brothers and sisters. Anybody that would give you authority <laughs> or, you know, the right to marry another man or a woman to marry another woman, right? Or to vaccinate yourself or to take God out of school where you can't say God's name. Take prayer out of school, brothers and sisters. Any government that would send you to die on foreign soil, to kill on foreign soil, to take over lands, to drop nuclear bombs, that's not of the most high, brothers and sisters. And they didn't teach us that in Christianity. They told us, follow your slave master, and you'll, you'll float up into heaven. You'll be raptured into heaven. Just follow your slave master. Get down there. Stay down there. Follow your slave master now. This is what they taught us, brothers and sisters. The most I have woken us up. We have been awakened. We have been powered. And they know it. Now the only... They're, they're scared of... What do you think they're scared of? They're scared of a revolution. They know it's going to be a revolution. A spiritual revolution. Not a physical revolution. A spiritual, a spiritual revolution they're ill-equipped to deal with, brothers and sisters. Now, physically, listen, they make the guns. <laughs> they make the bombs. They're not willing. They're not ready for what's coming. We're coming spiritually, brothers and sisters. And when it's time to hunt... We're going to do that too. But right now, we're fishing. We're fishing right now. But you know what Jeremiah 16 tells you. There's a time for fishing and there's a time for hunting. And right now, we're fishing. We're not thinking about them, but they're thinking about you. you better believe that. They sit around tables like this at the Pentagon and say, how can we destroy more of these people? Hmm? Put, some, put more fluoride in their water. Yeah. Put, put more guns and drugs in their neighborhood. What? Only a million of them died last year? Ramp up the vaccines. This is what they do. They sit around a table and look at how they could destroy us without losing men. Whatever plan allows them to destroy us without casualties towards them, that's the plan they go with, brothers and sisters. Can you read verse 24, brother? Job 9 and 24. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covered the faces of the judges thereof. If not... Where and who is he? So this is why the Most High said, do not choose a stranger. Because why? We just read that there's a ruler over all nations. And the world is given into the hand of the wicked. People say, well, how could God allow government to do this and do that? The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Well, I can't believe in God because there's cancer. What did I have to do with the Most High? Most High don't have anything to do with that. That's the government that's <laughs> taking your tax money that created cancer, brothers and sisters. This is this is this is nothing new. You're going to find out today, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Daniel 11 because the question is well it says do not have a stranger of you. What if you have somebody like you? Should, should we just because he's black? Should we what? What should we do? Should he be the president because he's black? The Bible said he will choose, brothers and sisters. Let us show you because Barack Obama was prophesied in scripture. A lot of people don't know that. Let's go to it. We're going to Daniel 11 and 36. Daniel 11, verse 36. And the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself, and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods, and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. For that... For that, that is determined, shall be done. So there would be a president that would arise in prophecy who would speak against the Most High, who would institute laws against the Most High. And 
would show himself to be God. And I don't listen. Black people everywhere were so happy when Barack Obama became president because why? You thought, well, my son may be able to be the second black president, right? When would would I'm from the ghetto, brothers and sisters, as most of you are, and nothing changed in my neighborhood since Barack Obama was the president. Oh, hold on, hold on, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. More homosexuals are now running our neighborhoods. Nothing happened good for us. And our people, we're supposed to, what, back somebody up because they're black? <laughs> we're way past that stage, brothers and sisters. We're way past that stage because why? The people who, who led us astray were black. Our first captivity was black. So we can't follow that, brothers and sisters. Who, whoever the most high choose is who should rule over us. And let us show you how he was prophesied. And actually, go ahead, brother. Reread? Uh, Continue? Uh, yeah, can you read it one more time? Daniel 11 and 36. And the king shall do according to his will. And he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god. And shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods. And shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. For that that is determined shall be done. Neither shall he regard the God of his father. See, and a lot of people, we thought, even I thought, that Barack Obama was African. But when you go and look at the Kenyans, they're actually the majority of my Israel. And this is how you know it's him. Because read it one more time, brother. Verse 37. Neither shall he regard the God of his father. He would not regard the God of his fathers. We know that the Edomites are Satanists the ones who were president, there was only one president that was different from all the other. And he would not follow the God of his fathers. Because what? The God of his fathers is a higher. Barack Obama's not following a higher, brothers and sisters. This man was a Muslim when he uh, when he campaigned. Then he became a Christian. Who wouldn't trust this guy? He would not follow the gods of his fathers. And they used him. They used him to usher us in because he changed a lot of laws, brothers and sisters. That we would not object against because he was black, right? The quote-unquote affordable health, uh, the affordable health care act. A lot of people don't know. I I had the the five hundred page transcripts where the mark of the beast, the RFID chip, is within the bill that he put out there. It's in. It's within the bill, brothers and sisters. And our people would just sit back and say, "Hey, you know," because why? Our people. We're done with the political system. After, remember, George Bush won again, and we knew we didn't vote for him? Our people was like, we done. How did they get us back? I got something for you. Black man. Now you all come back. Remember Voter Die? All of that? They even used hip-hop artists, brothers and sisters, to push this agenda. Now hip-hop artists are into politics because they're puppets, brothers and sisters. They're puppets. Read it one more time, brother. Verse 37. <clears throat> Neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of women. Nor the desire of women. He have a propensity for homosexuality. Look at the laws he passed, brothers and sisters. Look at the laws he passed. The Bible prophesied this, brother. The Bible prophesied this, brother. And anytime it was something, or the homosexual that, that came out in basketball, they was giving him awards. Why is the president giving awards to Jason Collins? <laughs> They, this is what they wanted to promote, brothers and sisters. They wanted to promote. They knew that they were going to change the law, but they needed to use a black man because nobody would say anything. They needed to use a black man because why? They couldn't get into Africa with a white face. Look at where they're at now. Libya, Syria. Look at where they're at now. They used him to get in there. Somebody wrote that brother the wrong script. 
Somebody wrote him the wrong script because he made George Bush look like a choir girl. All the things that he passed that was against our people. Vaccines have been ramped up. Homosexuality have been ramped up, right? All, all of this has come through the foot of him. And our people, we have this thing in our community where we don't speak about our transgressions. We're supposed to protect the evil. Don't talk about that, brother. We black. Don't talk <laughs> about that. I know it's wrong, but don't talk about that. We got to protect the evil that other black people are doing. This is what is perpetuated in our community. We shouldn't say, we shouldn't govern ourselves. We shouldn't say, brother, you know, um, we know your mother, brother. And uh, you're going to have to stop selling drugs in this neighborhood, brother. You go up there, you have 10 brothers, righteous brothers. And you tell them, listen, man, we know you. You grew up here, brother. We can't allow you to kill our people no more. It's over, brother. It's over. See, that's how we should be able to do. Instead of going to Esau to come govern us and knock us upside the head. You're pretty much calling a death angel to your house. Like, uh, yeah, can you, uh, hello, 911? Can you send a death angel uh, over to my house to kill my father? Pretty much that's what you're saying. You want a death angel with a gun on his hip to come and... and, and I've seen, uh, you know, just an altercation of just words uh, being spewed. A woman, sister called the police. The police come kill her husband. And she's like, I, I didn't want this. I just wanted him to leave the house for the night. Brothers and sisters, this is that government. This is that government, brothers and sisters. So we're not saying just because somebody's black, they should rule over us. He who the most high choose, who we can see, do you follow these laws, brother? Do you agree with these laws? If you do, then okay. But if you don't, you, you might as well be a Gentile. In fact, you are a Gentile. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward, brothers and sisters. Let's go to some of the scriptures the Christians use to say you should follow your government. Be a good slave. <laughs> Romans uh, 13 and 1 through 4. These are the scriptures that they use, brothers and sisters. Just be a good slave. <clears throat> Romans 13, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher power. See, here they go. See, this was the perfect scripture for them to use. Now, they saw this, they was giddy. This is the perfect scripture to use against slaves. To say, see, respect the authority. Read it one more time, brother, please. Verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are, 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 are ordained of God. See? The powers that be are ordained of God. You, your government is of God. So hold on. The government that enslaved me, knocked me upside my head, stole the land from my brothers. Hmm. They're of God, huh? See? This is what Christians will tell you. Read that one more time, brother. Romans 13, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. What power is this talking about? This is talking about the government within a church, brothers and sisters. This has nothing to do with the Roman government. Caesar was not reading these scriptures. This was the eldership, the ushers, the the you know, the the the, the administration. These were the the government instituted within a church. This had nothing to do. He's saying respect those who are set up in authority of in the church because why? They're leading you to the kingdom. This is not. This had nothing to do with uh, the political government. This is the government structure within a church, brothers and sisters. Can you read that, brother? Romans 13, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. 
The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisted the power, resisted the ordinance of God. See, you resist your government. You don't want to take the mark of the beast. You're resisting God himself. It's what they teach, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 2. Whosoever therefore resisted the power, resisted the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive themselves damnation. See, this was... He was talking about those who were over the church giving instructions for the kingdom of heaven. This had nothing to do with Caesar, brothers and sisters. This was to the church in Rome. This wasn't to the Roman government, brothers and sisters. But they know what? We perish for a lack of knowledge. They know that. And they always go to Paul because what? The Bible tells you Paul is hard to be understood by the unlearned. So the Christians, only thing they teach is Paul. They never go into Christ. They go to Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Romans. They stick all there. That's all their doctrine. Their foundation is Paul and not Christ. Because they know Paul could be hard to be understood. uh, Read, brother, please. Verse 3. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. See, this is talking about those in the church. Is Barack Obama or Donald Trump a minister for good? Telling you you can do abortions? Telling you you can buy firearms? Saying you can buy weed off the street? Like, what? (laughs) We, We have... We under a strong delusion, brothers and sisters. They are taking money out your check. Make you pay for insurance. The right to travel. You actually have to pay for the right to travel. You got to buy a passport. This is not of God, brothers and sisters. This is not of God. Look at television. What do they do? They promote evil. They promote tradition. Holidays. Don't the president and the first lady do what? The Christmas tree and put the star on there? So this is not talking about those people, brothers and sisters. This is talking about the, the church, the, the, the institution, the, the, the leadership within the church. You have your ushers. You have your deacons. You have your elders. You have your administration. These people you must respect. That's what the Bible is saying. He's not telling you to follow the government. The government that knocked you upside your head. He would never tell you that. What do the Most High have to do with evil? What do the evil, what do evil have to do with the Most High? Nothing at all. Okay, uh, read that one more time, brother. Verse 4. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do, do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Right, see? So if you don't respect the man set up to lead the people, you shouldn't be amongst the people. That's what the Bible is saying, brothers and sisters. That's what this is saying. When those in leadership promote good and deter sin, they are acting as disciples of the Most High. That's what's going on. He's not telling you to, to, to follow the Roman government, the pagan Roman government, brothers and sisters. Who dropped bombs on people. America the only country who've ever dropped an atom bomb on somebody. Nobody else have ever done that. Only them. And then we're supposed to follow that? <laughs> Read that one more time, brother. Verse 4. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God. A revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. See? So this is the scriptures that they'll go to. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians 2, brother, and 11. To show you. This is what they do. Our people perish for lack of knowledge. To the pure, all things are pure. We're not thinking they're looking to deceive us. 
2 Thessalonians 2 and 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. See, there was a strong delusion, brothers and sisters, that we would believe a lie. We would trust in the government, the same government that have oppressed us. We would go to them and say, I need a disability check. I need my 401k. Right. And I'm not saying having those things are wrong, but if you're relying on them, even if food stamps, right? We grew up with food stamps. And if you came from the ghetto, we're not saying that you beneath because you're using food stamps. What we're saying is don't rely on them because if they take it back, then what do you do? Because they'll make a way for you to have it, but you're going to have to compromise yourself. So you need to be able to, if they cut it off, you be good. Do not rely on them. I know people who use a disability check to pay their rent. They completely <laughs> need the government. If the government don't send that check, they're out of a house. What Mosai is trying to tell us is that this is a strong delusion, that we trust in politicians, brothers and sisters. When you go home this week, you catch it on TV. Politics all over. All over. And if you're getting in arguments based on politics, <laughs> you're under that strong delusion. We shouldn't be at work or wherever with our friends arguing over policies, <laughs> government policies that are against you. There was people literally in fistfights over who voted for Donald Trump. Let's go to 1 John 2 and 15 because it's a strong delusion. What's that little delusion? Let's see. 1 John chapter 2. We're going to read verse first, uh, excuse me, 15. 1 John 2 and 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Read that again, brother. Verse 15. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Right. Love not the world, brothers and sisters. How are you going to vote for this government? I had one brother tell me one time, we need the government. I'm like, what? How do we need the government? Well, yeah, you know, people will be killing each other. And stuff. I'm like, nah, brother. Nah. Listen, the government's not stopping people from killing them now, brothers and sisters. In fact, they're killing more of us than we are, brothers and sisters. We don't need them to police us. If you think that we need them to police us, you've been programmed. You've been programmed. You can't police yourself. Your people can't police themselves. When you go into Asia Town, Chinatown, who you see over there? You see police over there? Never. And if you do, they're their nation because they police themselves because they have their own community. They have their own dentists. They have their own schools. They have their own grocery stores. They don't even deal with Edomites on a day-to-day -day basis because they have everything they need. They're self-sufficient, which is what we should be learning. We got to wake up from that strong delusion, brothers and sisters. When I, uh, you know, when I frequent, you know, Chinatown and certain areas where I buy my fruit and stuff from, I notice that I never hear Asians talking about the president. They, they don't have the president's sticker, none of that, because they don't get involved in politics because it have no bearing on their life. They have their own business. They have their own way of life. They have their own city. They don't care who the president is. Don't affect them at all. That's the way it should be, brothers and sisters. That's the way it should be. Edomites, they're very serious about politics. You ask them who they voted for, you may, it may turn into a fight, a, fit, a fist fight, because you're asking who they voting for. That's personal. That's personal. I'll tell you about all the problems I'm having with my wife, though. But I cannot, don't, oh, buddy, whoa, hold your horses. Our people know better than that. We, we don't get involved in that kind of stuff. There was a time where we knew that it was, it was theater. It was theatrics. It was propaganda. It always have been, brothers and sisters. They have us. Now they got the youth out there voting. Usually, majority of the people who voted this year or this last election were under 21, brothers and sisters. That's the vote they're looking for. They're looking for the vote of the youth. 
Because why? Then you'll teach your children to do the same thing. If you vote, brothers and sisters, you're saying you agree with the, you know, the, the, the circumstances that we're in. You trust in them. Whether they do it or not, you have trust in them. That's why you voted. That's against the Bible, brothers and sisters. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 10.21. Because why? You're saying, I believe they can do something for me. So I voted them in. You think they can do something for you? Okay. They're going to do something for you, all right. It's not going to benefit you, though. Let us show you. 1 Corinthians 10.21, brother. 1 Corinthians 10 and 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. See? They tell us, pray for America, right? Ain't that what they tell us in the Christian church? Pray for America? Hmm. Read it again, brother. Verse 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. See? So do you trust in the Most High or do you trust in that politician? You can't have it both ways, brothers and sisters. You cannot have it both ways. We don't pray for America. I'll pray that my leaders make the right decision, but I'm not praying for a country that's prophesied to be destroyed. That means I'm praying against prophecy now. Now I'm going against God for a, a country that have enslaved me, knocked me upside my head, made me work for hundreds of years for free, raised the rent on me, demonized me all throughout the news, uh, excuse me, throughout the media. How am I going to pray for that? You're praying against prophecy. I pray that my people wake up and separate themselves from this land. I'm not praying for this land to stand up any longer than it needs to. Now, I'm not saying we hope it's destroyed tomorrow. No. You know, we have people we, we love here. And we hope that the Most High leave enough time, you know, if he tarry in his wrath, leave enough time for our people to wake up and to, uh, you know, make a, a departure from this land. But we're not going to pray for a country that's prophesied to be destroyed because they, they knew that our prayers is what held this country up. They knew that. That's why they always taught us that. They knew that this country was only being held up because of you, because of your prayers. This place would have already been done. They used our prayers because they knew how powerful Israel was or is still today. Can you read that one more time, brother? First Corinthians 10 and 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. Right. So, brothers and sisters, it would not be wise for us to vote. Now, you can do whatever you want. Of course, we're just here to present what the Bible says. You can make your own decision. You're grown. You're an adult. But this is what the Bible says. You can't love this world. You can't love this government. You can't look for validation from the government. Well, can you give me this? Well, can you give me that? Well, can you do this? Can I have reparations? Can I have that? We got our hand out all the time. They placed us in that posture to need them. We say we don't like the white man, but then you come to him when you need your disability check. <laughs> See? That's how it works, brothers and sisters. We have to take ourselves out of that whole realm, that whole system. You see politics, it don't even bother you. I have brothers asking me all the time, well, what do you think about this and what do you think about that? I'm like, I, I mean, it don't bother me, brother. Nothing that Trump said bothers me. <laughs> because why? I'm in captivity. I'm not looking to be treated equal. I know I'm not going to be treated equal until I leave. So we, we, we got to make sure we take our trust out of the government, brothers and sisters. The government have always failed us. They haven't done anything from us for us, brothers and sisters. Nothing. Let's go to Jeremiah 17 and 5. To buffer that point, brothers and sisters. Jeremiah 17, verse 5. 
Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, if you believe in this world's political system, you believe that they'll do what the Most High is supposed to do. The Most High is supposed to liberate you. The Most High is supposed to give you what you need, not the government. Read that one more time, please, brother. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. It says, maketh flesh his arm. That's his strength, brothers and sisters. So you'll have a politician be your strength instead of the most high. That's what this is saying. That's against the Bible, brothers and sisters. Continue. Verse 6. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, and a salt and land, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord. Read that one more time, brother. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by waters, that spreadeth out her roots by the river. So strong, like a tree planted by the waters, being watered by what? The Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. See? So all these people, all these politicians are Satanists, brothers and sisters. All the presidents of Satan is it's an antichrist seat. In order to sit on the seat, you gotta be an antichrist. The last man that tried to change something was who? Kennedy. What happened to him? Murder. See? If you go against you go against the program, the syllabus that was there before you, a lot of people don't know that CIA is a Masonic order. The the the, the, the CIA and not only the CIA, but the um, the Secret Service. It's a Masonic order. They stay. The president leaves. So if you get out of hand, they're there to put a bullet in your head. You think they're there to protect you now. They're there to protect you too. But if you get out of line, they're going to put a bullet in your dome. That's why they're there, brothers and sisters. It's a fraction of the Masonic order. Do your research, brothers and sisters. It's not what it looks like. It's a delusion, brothers and sisters. It's a delusion. Can you read that one more time, brother, please? Jeremiah 17 and 8. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, that spreadeth her out her roots by the river, and shall not see when he cometh. But her leaves shall be green, and shall, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Right, alright, let's go to... Uh, let's go to Isaiah, brothers and sisters, 30. Let's go to Isaiah and the Tanakh, brothers and sisters. We're going to read Isaiah chapter 30. We're going to read verse 1. Isaiah 30 and 1. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord. Now this is under the Egyptian captivity, brothers and sisters. Verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me. Read that again. But take that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with the covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. See? We take counsel, but not from him. From who? Those who are instituting the laws, brothers and sisters. We're taking counsel from them. And what are they doing? They're adding sin to sin. Everything that they allow you to do and give you the right of is a sin. Everything. All of it is a sin, brothers and sisters. And we know it. Of course, you know, we may not say it because, you know, we may be dealing in some of the sin. It may be fun or it may be something we're not willing to put down. But you know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. Verse 2. That walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth 
to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh. So you would go down to Egypt. You would go down to Pharaoh. You would go down to the government for strength to be in power. You would go to those who enslaved you for power. Read that one more time, brother, please. Verse 2. That walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Why does it say shadow of Egypt? Can you touch a shadow? Can you feel it? See? So we have we have pledged allegiance to a country based on their military might or what appears to be their military might, which is not real. It's a delusion, brothers and sisters. Imagine us going down to Pharaoh in the Egyptian captivity, asking them to liberate us, asking them to empower us. Give me this. Give me that. That's against the Bible, brothers and sisters. You don't go to those who oppressed you. The most high going to give it to you. Therefore, nobody can ever take it away. Because why? If Satan give it to you, he's going to control you. And if you don't want to be controlled, I'll take it back. So in order to be liberated and be self-sufficient, we got to go to the most high. Can you read that scripture one more time, brother? Isaiah 30 verse 2. That walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth. To strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. We have been trained like domesticated animals to look towards men for deliverance, brothers and sisters. That's a curse. Continue, brother. Verse 3. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be ashamed and to trust in the shadow of Egypt your confusion. See? So now since you want to trust in the government, you'll be confused and you'll be shamed. And we are shamed. And we are confused, brothers and sisters. We perish for a lack of knowledge. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 3. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame, and the trust in the shadow of Egypt your confusion. See? So they, they must create poverty, brothers and sisters, to promote hope. That's how it works, brothers and sisters. They must establish lower class, brothers and sisters. Why? To give you hope for a higher class. This is their game, brothers and sisters. They play it over and over and over again. And the Most High have now lifted up that skirt. He showed us what they're working with. <laughs> he he, he, he given us that information because why? The one thing nobody can take from you is what? Knowledge. They can throw you in prison. They can tie you down. But what you know, nobody can take that from you, brothers and sisters. So this is part of our liberation is to know who's the enemy and what they're doing to us, brothers and sisters. The Most High is doing this for us. He's giving us the information so we can separate ourselves, brothers and sisters, which we need to do. Let's go to Isaiah 31, 1 through 4. Isaiah 31, verse 1. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and read, trust in chariots. Read that again, brother. Verse 1. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots because they are many. And in horsemen, because they are very strong, but they look not unto the Holy One of Israel. See, so we trust in a country based on their military might. It says, woe to them that go down to Egypt. That's modern day Egypt is what? America. Woe to those who go down to your government and ask them to treat you different or give you this or give you that. No. We don't need anything from you. Most high going to give it to us. Can you continue, brother? Verse 2. Yet he also is wise and will bring evil and will not call back his words, but will arise against the house of the evildoers and against the help of them that work iniquity. 
Now the Egyptians are men and not God. Read that again, brother. Verse 3. Now the Egyptians are men and not God. See? So he made it clear. The people that you're going to are men. I'm the most high God. You can't go to a man to deliver you when a man didn't put you in that position. Most high put us in this circumstance, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother? Isaiah 31 and 3. Now the Egyptians are men and not God, and their horses flesh and not spirit. When the Lord shall stretch out his hand, both he that helpeth shall fall, and he that have hoping shall fall down, and they all shall fail together. See, they all shall fail together. If you trust in the government, brothers and sisters, you will fail because they're against you. They're against you, brothers and sisters. They have whole programs on television just about politics, just about theatrics and lies. When it's all a show, it's all an act. The president's not in charge. If you want to know who's in charge, find out who's writing the president's speech. Because he's a teleprompter reader. So who's behind the teleprompter? That's who you want. That's who you want, brothers and sisters. Not the guy who's an actor, who reads. This president we have now was on television. He was a reality star. You're fired. Now he's reading more lines from the elite. But a lot of people don't even know that Donald Trump's real name is not Trump. It's Trump. D-R-U-M-F His name He's Jewish brothers and sisters Look this up This brother is Jewish When you look at all of the uh, The high seats now in America They're all <laughs> Jewish people are sitting on those seats It's about to go down brothers and sisters They're putting themselves in position To take us down Of course they claim like they're for us But when the time is right When we're weak And we're You know Not prepared they're going to come the same way they came in 70 AD, brothers and sisters. And if you trust in this government, you're going to fall with this government. Because the Most High going to wipe them off. Wipe them out. Can you read verse 4, brother? Isaiah 31 and 4. For thus hath the Lord spoken unto me, like as the lion and the young lion roaring on his prey, when a multitude of shepherds is called forth against them, he will not be afraid of their voice, nor obeys himself for the noise of them. So shall the Lord of hosts come down to fight for Mount Zion and for the hill thereof. See? So what? Our help is coming. Help is coming, brothers and sisters. Not coming from the government. It's coming from the Most High. It's coming from Christ, our Savior. There is help coming, brothers and sisters. And they want to destroy as many of us. They, they, this is how they feel. They feel if they kill us, then Christ will have no reason to come back. Because they're all dead. See? So that's what they're looking to do. Kill us all. So Christ don't even have a reason to come back. They're sadly mistaken, brothers and sisters. Sadly mistaken. We're going to Wisdom of Solomon 2 and 10 and the Apocrypha. This is the evil works within politics, brothers and sisters. And we should remember this the next election that come up. The next election, brothers and sisters, understand you're dealing with a pagan satanic ritual. When you deal with the inauguration, that's a pagan ritual, brothers and sisters. That's a pagan ritual where that spirit is now, once that spirit traveled from that president to the the current president, the inauguration is next. They're, they're being controlled by spirits and demons. You ever see a president before he's the president? And then afterwards, it looks like he aged 45 years? Because he's being run wild by a demon behind closed doors. Without any shadow of a doubt, brothers and sisters. Without any shadow of a doubt. Can you read verse 10 through 15, brother? Wisdom of Solomon 2 and 10. Let us oppress the poor righteous man. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is how your government powers think. Let us not spare the widow, nor reverence the ancient gray hairs of the age. Let us oppress the poor. Let us oppress the righteous. 
verse 11. Let our strength be the law of justice, for that which is feeble is found to be nothing worth. Read that again, brother. Verse 11. Let our strength be the law of justice. Let our strength be the law of justice. They would use justice against us, brothers and sisters. Say, hey, it's the law. I'm just doing my job. Spread them. Get on the car. License and registration. I'm just doing my job. See? So they see how Satan set this up? He set it up to use the law against us, brothers and sisters. You know that's a satanic plan. You know that's a satanic plan, brothers and sisters. They would, they would use probation against you. You get a petty crime, you're on probation for 15 years. So what? If you break that probation, now you go to jail for 20 years now. They would use the law, brothers and sisters. They would say you need to have a license. What do you mean license? License? I got the right to travel. That's in the Constitution. What license? They would use the law to oppress you. And if you don't have insurance, now we're going to suspend your license that you shouldn't have to have anyway. And fine you. Right? See, they would use the law to oppress you, brothers and sisters. They would use it. They would tell you, you can't sell dope. You can't sell weed. But we can. I know you're just trying to feed your family. And I'm not, I want to be clear, I'm not advocating you sell drugs. But the fact of the matter is that our people been selling drugs and been thrown in prison for it. And now they're selling it. See, they would use the law to oppress us, brothers and sisters. You carry a gun on you, you a felon. So hold on, if I'm a felon, I shouldn't be able to protect myself. Now now I shouldn't be able to protect myself because I'm a felon. See? That when they made that law, brothers and sisters, that you had the right to bear arms, we were slaves. That law wasn't for us. Go look at it, brothers and sisters. You was picking peas, picking cotton when they made that law. And a lot of our brothers said, yeah, it's, it's all right. And listen, I, I'm not opposed to you having a gun, but understand that when they see that gun on you... <laughs> It's a great chance that you're going to get out on the ground. Not voluntarily. You have a target on your back. Why make it Why make it any bigger? Why make it any brighter? Brothers and sisters, the government is, is against us. This is the government's thoughts. The Most High loved us so much, he gave us insight into how they think. Well, let's, let's read it from... Uh, let's read it from verse 10 again, brother, please. Wisdom of Solomon 2 and 10. Let us oppress the poor righteous man. Let us not spare the widow, nor reverence the ancient gray hairs of the age. Let our strength be the law of justice, for that which is feeble is found to be nothing worth. Therefore, let us lie and wait for the righteous. Let us lie and wait for the righteous. See, they're just waiting, brothers and sisters. They're just waiting. Verse 12. Therefore, let us lie and wait for the righteous, because he is not for our turn, and he is clean contrary to our doings. Read that part again. Because he is not for our turn. And he is clean contrary to our doings. He's clean contrary to our doings. Hold on. He said he only eat pork, crab, shrimp, lobster. Don't work on the Sabbath. Don't go to church on Sunday. See, we're against them and they know it. Therefore, they're going to look to destroy us. Read that one more time, please, brother. Verse 12. Therefore, let us lie and wait for the righteous because he is not for our turn. And he is clean contrary to our doings. He upbraided, he upbraided us are offending the law. And objected to our infamy, the, the transgressions of our education. See the transgressions of their education, because why? Their education teach you to question the Most High. Don't teach you to fear the Most High. It's foolish. Verse thirteen. He professes to have the knowledge of God, and he calleth himself the child of the Lord. Because that's who we are. We the children of Israel. See, they got a problem with that. 
They have a problem with that, brothers and sisters. They're looking to destroy us. Continue, brother. Verse 14. He was made to reprove our thoughts. See, we were made to reprove their thoughts. See, that's the problem right there. You think you're going to reprove me? You're a slave. You don't tell me what to eat. You don't tell me when to go to church. You don't tell me what to celebrate. <coughs> See? Because they know that the Most High made us as a, a as a ruler to spank their behind when they get out of line. They know that. That's what our, our position is. It's to correct them. Not just them. All the nations. All the Gentiles. We got to correct ourselves first though. See, they have a problem with this. This is why they do not want us in charge. Because they know that we're going to be the lawmakers. We're going to be the lawyers. Continue, brother. <clears throat> Verse 15. He is grievous unto us even to behold. For his life is not like other men's. His ways are of another fashion. See, our ways are of another fashion. We don't eat the same foods. We don't celebrate the same things. We don't worship on the same days. We don't call on the same gods. And for that reason, we're going to look to destroy you. This is the government, brothers and sisters. They would use the law of justice as their strength. How can we go to these people? Now, I'm not saying don't ever call the police. Now, if something's happening when your life is being threatened, that's something different. But for minuscule, medial... Uh, Arguments. We don't need to call them. Let's deal with each other, brothers and sisters. Why do I need to call in the Edomite or a white man between an argument between me and my brother? Why do I need him to come in? To kill us both? The government is against you, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 1 and 9. The, uh, excuse me, in the Old Testament. Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9 The thing that hath been It is that which shall be And that which is done Is that which shall be done And there is no new thing under the sun See so these governments were evil back then Brothers and sisters This isn't just new Everybody knew that the governments was evil Paul knew Christ knew that the governments was evil Who do you think was responsible For hanging Christ up on that cross The Roman emperor That's government brothers and sisters Who do you think Pharaoh was that was government, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Who do you think Nebuchadnezzar was? These were governments that were against us. So if you believe that you should follow the government... Now listen, I don't have a problem following laws as long as those laws don't comp compromise my laws. Now, my, my, my record says thou shalt not steal. So if a brother steal and he go to jail for that, I'm okay with that because my, my laws say don't steal. But I, where, where their laws and our laws, the Bible laws part ways, that's where I part ways. Because I uphold the Bible above all laws. Now, when it comes to, the Bible said, thou shalt not murder. If you murder somebody and you go to jail, I'm okay with that. Because the Bible said don't murder. So we're not saying don't follow laws. But when their laws differentiate with your laws, your culture, you got to let it go. You must let it go. Because why? They tell you you can marry a man if you want to. Matter of fact, you can, you can have intercourse with a dog or a camel if you want to. So you think that the Bible is going to agree with that? Oh, well, because the government said you could be homosexual, it's fine. <laughs> no. It's a shame that our people will, be more, will be more frightened of the government and their laws and their punishment than the most highs. We'll say, well, we don't want to follow laws, but then you'll go follow every law they tell you. How is that? Pay your taxes. 
Do this. Get health insurance. Stop at a red light. Stop at a stop sign. Put your turn signal on. See? You follow every law they give you. But when the most high say, don't eat no pork. Oh, I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that, man. Okay, follow all these laws. But then you'll go, f- how many laws you think are in a state's penal code? 2,000, 3,000? Yeah. All right, brother. What scripture? That was a uh, 1 and 9? Yes. Okay. Can you read that one more time before we move on, brother? Because we want to show you. It said that there's no nothing new under the sun. Let us show you what they were doing during Christ's time. Ecclesiastes 1 and 9. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. See, so now that we know there's no new thing under the sun, we can go back into the history and see what they used to do and know that they're doing the same thing. We're going to show you. Examine this, brothers and sisters. Look at what they were doing to our people. Let's go to Acts 4. Examine this, brothers and sisters. They're doing the same thing today. We're going to read verse 1 and 2, brother. Acts 4, verse 1. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple, the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Christ the resurrection from the dead. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 2, being grieved that they taught the people. See, they were grieved that we was teaching about Christ. Automatically, that's alarming right there. They have an issue with us teaching Christ. Not teaching Christ, but teaching of Christ. They had a problem with this. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 2. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Christ the resurrection from the dead. Right. So at this time, the disciples had healed somebody. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that the disciples were healing. We're going to show you what they did and what they said. Let's go to verse 16 through 21, brother. Check. Examine this. Acts 4, verse 16. Saying, what shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notice a notable miracle had been done by them and the, to, is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny them. So they healed a brother, and they're saying, "What can we do to these brothers? They just had a miracle, and now their fame is going to grow. We can't deny it. Everybody knows that this brother was lame, and now he he he's healed." Continue, brother. Verse seventeen. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them. Read that again, brother. Let us straightly threaten them. See, they were looking to suppress the truth. They were against us for teaching the truth about Christ, for healing. See? So they don't want you healed. They want you sick. Next time you get a, next time you find yourself watching TV, I can almost guarantee you that each and every time a commercial break comes on, what will be there? Medication, antidepressants, Latuda. All these other, all these, um, you know, these medications, this pharma key, this pharma K, you'll have at least one of them every commercial break, brothers and sisters. They're in the business of you being sick. It's profitable. I would rather you not be healed and just come to me for, you know, a pill for the rest of your life. I don't want to heal you. That's, that's not, there's no repeat customers in that. So now they're against us for following the Bible for healing, brothers and sisters. Read that one more time, brother. Acts 4 and 17. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us strictly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. See, so we couldn't use Christ's name. See, you better not use his name to heal. You better not use his name. See, this is government, brothers and sisters. We just read that there's nothing new under the sun. 
So what are they going to do? They're going to make laws to oppress us. They're going to say, brother, you cannot speak against other religions. You must respect all religions, knowing that we, we say that other religions are false. See, this is what they're going to do, brothers and sisters. This is what they're going to do. You can't talk about a homosexual. This is what they're going to do. They're going to make laws against us because they know what we do. They know who we are. They wouldn't even allow us to use Christ's name. Examine this. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 17. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Christ. Read that again, brother. Verse 18. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Christ. See, so they couldn't even use Christ's name. This is government, brothers and sisters. Nothing new under the sun. Look at this. Continue, brother. Verse 19. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. See, he said, so should I have listened to you over the most high? See, our brothers was austere back then. And see, we had some level of, you know, umph with us. Some level of um, what you would call authority because we were coming in Christ. We were coming through Christ. We had some level of vigor. We had some, you know, and they, they had an issue with that. They had an issue. Our people was willing to die for what they believed in back then. Now we die over shoes. We die, what you looking at, dog? I don't like the way you talking to me, dog. That's what we die over now. Continue, brother. Verse 20. For we cannot, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. See, so brothers and sisters, they were looking to destroy us. They couldn't find a law that we were breaking them to show you. They were against us back then, brothers and sisters. You, We got to be careful out on those corners, brothers and sisters. And I'm not saying you can't street preach, but there's certain things you don't want to say on the streets. We're not going to be on the streets calling the white man the devil because, see, they're taking a tally on that. And when the jackboots come, they're going to come right to you for making terroristic threats against authority. So you got to be wise, brothers and sisters, because they're looking for something to use against you. You're making terroristic threats against government. You're saying you're against government. You're saying you're not going to pay your tax. This is how they're going to come, brothers and sisters. So we got to be very critical and be wise and crafty. The Bible says be harmless as a dove, wise as a serpent, be at peace with all men. That's how we... That's how we do this, brothers and sisters. We don't need to be out and be abrasive because they're keeping a dossier on you. If you belong, if you went to any Israelite sites or belong to any Israelite YouTube pages or anything, you already been marked. Best believe it. They've already taken a tally of every person that's been on those pages. It's being monitored, brothers and sisters. It's being regulated. I remember last year I tried to post a scripture on one of the social sites and it 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 blocked it. It said this is against community rules. I couldn't even copy and paste a scripture, brothers and sisters. This is what's going on. This is what's going on, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Acts 5 and 29. Acts 5 verse 29. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. See, that's crystal clear. We follow the Most High. If the Most High said murder is wrong, how can you teach me or tell me to go fight for my country and murder somebody? 
Did the Most High say murder is right if the government tells me to do it? See, see what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. This is what this is what the issue is. We'll follow government as long as it lines up with our laws. We follow the Most High. I don't follow you. I don't follow Donald Trump or Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama and Donald Trump don't mean anything to me. They're not. I don't pledge allegiance to the flag. Look at that. How how how, how much idolatry is that? Pledge allegiance to the flag. The flag that enslaved you? No, I pledge allegiance to my Bible. I pledge allegiance to my my nation. I pledge allegiance to the Most High Higher. I don't pledge allegiance to no flag. That's idolatry, brothers and sisters. And they force it. See, that's the psychology where they force it. They do it in school to get you while you're young. You put your right hand over your heart to get you while you're young. To pledge allegiance to an evil construct, an evil government. That would enslave your ancestors, rape your women, swing your behind on a tree, and you'll pledge allegiance to them. See? We perish for a lack of knowledge, brothers and sisters. We perish. Our people don't know. But you know what? A lot of people are getting out of the military right now. They don't even know why. The Most High is putting something on their heart to say, this, this, I need to find a different level of, uh, uh, of employment. The Most High is waking our people up, brothers and sisters. And sometimes, in some of the ways, it's not through the Bible. He's just leading them to do the right things. And then they'll catch up with the Bible later. This is not the time to be in the armed forces, brothers and sisters. It's time to look for some alternative employment. Our people didn't, didn't join the military to go fight wars. We joined the military to get out the hood. To be able to go to school for free. Not to go over to Afghanistan and to kill children. They, they, they knew they knew, brothers and sisters, they put you in the areas where we grew up. They knew it was so bad that you would want to just go anywhere, go to the military. Let me shoot you up with a slew of vaccines when you come to the military. It's first day. Let me give you a hundred of them on your last day. Let me give you a hundred of them because they don't want you to live long enough to collect that money. They're against you, brothers and sisters. They're against you. Read, uh, read that one more time, brother, please. <clears throat> Acts 5 and 29 Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said We ought to obey God rather than men See We ought to obey the most high Rather than men Brothers and sisters We're going to Romans 11 and 16 Government is evil brothers and sisters Always has been Always will be Until the 144,000 govern If the government wasn't evil Then why would the most Why would Christ be bringing a government with him why wouldn't he just use the government that's here? Let's go to Romans 11 and 16, brother. Romans 11, verse 16. For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. So if the first fruit be holy, then the lump is holy. What was the first fruit of the government? Evil. We just read it. They were evil back then. They're evil today. If the origin is evil, it's evil, brothers and sisters. You can't tell me that Christmas... Have pagan origin, but it changed today. No, what? No, no, brothers and sisters, it's been evil since its inception, and it's still evil today, brothers and sisters. It's still evil today. We got to be careful. We got to we, we got to wake up, brothers and sisters, and not get involved in the the, the theatrics, the theater that is that is politics, brothers and sisters. Let us show you. Isaiah 30 and 12. Let us show you that it's a curse. 
to trust the government. Isaiah 30 verse 12. Wherefore thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despised this word and trust in oppression and perverseness. And trust in what? Oppression and perverseness and stay thereon. You trust in oppression and stay thereon. See? Those who oppress you, those who you trust. Those are people you ask for a handout. Those are people you ask for disability. For this, for that. Right? See? And then you stay there on. You stay there long. You're trusting in oppression, brothers and sisters. That's what we're doing. That's why we're in this perpetual state, brothers and sisters. We're trusting in the wrong people. They say, well, I, that Bernie Sanders, he, I think he can help our people out. Really? Really? Read it one more time, brother. Verse 12. Wherefore thus said the Holy One of Israel, because he despised his word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon. See? So we stay in oppression. We trust in oppression. Those who've oppressed us, brothers and sisters. Those are who we trust. We've been programmed, brothers and sisters. That's all right. We're waking up now. Better late than never, right? Let's go to Psalm 69 and 22. Further proof to buffer that. Psalm 69, verse 22. Let their table become a snare before them, that which should have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. Welfare is a trap, brothers and sisters. Now, I'm not saying that you can't receive your whatever, but understand that it's a trap if you rely on it. You need to be able for them to cut it off and you to be okay. Because they're going to make a way for you to receive it, but you're going to compromise. Go ahead, take this chip. Go ahead, get... If you don't vaccine your children, you're not going to be able to get welfare. That's what they're going to start doing, brothers and sisters. It's actually a trap to have you rely on them. If you are using some of their assistance, brothers and sisters, be prepared for it to be taken away and you to be okay with that. That's how you use it. You use it, but you don't allow it to entrap you, brothers and sisters, because it will. Oh, hold on. You Listen, you don't accept the mark of the beast. We got to cut off your welfare. We got to cut off your disability. We got to cut off your unemployment. Get the mark. We'll give you all that back. I mean, in fact, we'll wipe away your debt. Well, get the mark. We'll, no more debt for you. We'll wipe away your school loans, your student it's loans. Benefits. Oh, yeah. They're going to make it beneficial. Absolutely. They're going to make it beneficial, brothers and sisters. They're going to create a problem, and then they're going to have the answer for that problem. This is what they do. Can you read that one more time, brother? Psalm 69 and 22. Let their table become a snare before them. And that which should have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. Before we trusted, before we trusted, brothers and sisters, in the most high for our welfare. It's changed, brothers and sisters. We're dependent on the government now. A lot of our people don't have any source of income but the government. And that's a dangerous place. It's a dangerous when Satan pay your bills, brothers and sisters. That's a very dangerous place to be in. So you, we got to be prepared and ready for what? For it to stop. If they stop it, can you rely on the Most High God? Can you? If they cut it off tomorrow, can you rely on Him? That's what we must be mentally prepared for, brothers and sisters. That's how we must be preparing. Even if you're receiving it now, understand that it's going to be cut off. We already spoke how they're cutting back the welfare. How they're cutting back the disability. It's already working, brothers and sisters, because they woke up. Because you woke up. Because we woke up. So now, 
I gotta tighten my grip on the purse. Gotta tighten it up. You got spoiled. You got spoiled. Now you don't want to work. <laughs> Let's go to Ecclesiasticus 21 and 8, brother. We got a few more scriptures. We'll close out. The Apographer, Ecclesiasticus or Sirach, 21, verse 8. Ecclesiasticus 21 and 8. He that buildeth his house with other men's money is like one that gathereth himself stones for the tomb of his burial. See? He who buildeth his house on other man's money. Whose money? Government's money, brothers and sisters. Do not allow the government be the reason why you live, why you, you know, how you pay your bills. Do not, brothers and sisters. It's a trap. Satan wants you to rely on him. That's what he wants, brothers and sisters. Can you read that one more time, brother? Verse 8. He that buildeth his house with other men's money is like one that gathereth himself stones for the tomb of his burial. See? So you're actually plotting against yourself. Because why? You owe now. You owe. <clears throat> Don't build your house with other men's money. You build it with the most high's money. With the most high's currency. Not the government, brothers and sisters. Because they're gonna you're gonna pay the piper eventually. Eventually they're gonna come for what's theirs. They're coming for payback, brothers and sisters. You can't allow them to have a hold on you like that. Yeah. You can't. I'll utilize it, but I understand it's going to come to an end. And I'm actually preparing for it to come to an end, brothers and sisters. That's that's wisdom. That's wisdom. Do not allow them to be the reason why you pay, how you eat, how you pay your bills, how you put gas in your car. Do not allow that, brothers and sisters. This is the same government that knocked you upside. In fact, let's just go there. Deuteronomy 28 and 49. Whose money are a lot of our people building their house with? Deuteronomy 28 and 49. What did this prophecy say? Who would it be? Deuteronomy 28 verse 49. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far. From the end of the earth, as swift as, as the eagle fleeth. As swift as the eagle flieth, or fleeth, brothers and sisters. Who's the eagle? The Edomites, the Romans. The Roman eagle, the American eagle, the Russian eagle, the German. See? That eagle, that moniker, brothers and sisters. How could the Bible know that the people that would enslave us would be using the moniker of an eagle? Look on your money. Look on the side of your post office truck. Look on your military uniforms. See? This is whose money we're using, brothers and sisters. Can you read it again, brother? Verse 49. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flyeth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. And no, we didn't understand them. We were speaking Hebrew. We weren't speaking English, brothers and sisters. We were speaking ancient Phoenician Paleo-Hebrew. That's our tongue, brothers and sisters. The tongue of the Most High. The first yeah. language that there was. That's our language. That, that's us, brothers and sisters. This is whose money we would be using. Let us show you. Second Ezra 11 and 1. To show you that it prophesied the eagle, brothers and sisters. The Bible teaches you politics. We're going to show you, brothers and sisters. Second Ezra 11 verse 1. Then saw I, I a dream, and behold, there came up from the sea an eagle. Which had 12 feathered wings and three heads. Right. It said 12 feathered wings. Who is that? Those are the 12 Caesars, brothers and sisters. You could look this up in history. You had Julius Caesar, Augustus 
Caesar, Tiberius, Caesar, Caligula, Caesar, Claudius, Caesar, brothers and sisters, Nero, Caesar, Galba, Caesar, Otho, Caesar, Vitellius, Caesar, Vespasian, Caesar, Titus, Caesar, Domitian, Caesar. These are the 12 Caesars, brothers and sisters. This was prophesied in the Bible. This is politics, brothers and sisters. Can you read that again, brother? Verse 1. Then saw I a dream, and behold, there came up from the sea an eagle, which had 12 feathered wings and three heads. 12 feathered wings. The eagle, brothers and sisters. The same people who are destroying us today. The same people who are destroying us today, brothers and sisters, who got us voting. The same people. Jump to 42, brother. Verse 42, please. Second address, 11 and 42. For thou hast afflicted the meek, thou hast hurt the peaceable, thou hast loved liars, and destroyed the dwellings of them that brought forth fruit, and hast cast down the walls of such as did thee no, no harm. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 42. For thou hast afflicted the meat. They have afflicted the meat. The Romans, the eagle, the Caesars. The Caesars, brothers and sisters. That whole... They killed Julius Caesar even. They killed their own people on the Senate floor, brothers and sisters. Because why? He didn't want to promote the currency throughout the earth. Where they killed their own... They killed their own, brothers and sisters. They killed their own. They're looking to destroy us, brothers and sisters. The same way they did in 70 A.D. Who chased us off into Africa, into the Atlas Mountains, who destroyed our people, who are predominantly what? Scarlet colored. That's who they are. Read that one more time, brother, please. Verse 42 For thou hast afflicted the meek, thou hast hurt the peaceable, thou hast loved liars, and destroyed the dwellings of them that brought forth fruit, and hast cast down the walls of such. As did thee no harm. Right. So they would destroy those who would bring forth fruit to the Most High. They would they would look to destroy us. We have always been picked on, brothers and sisters. They make it seem as if we're the violent ones. When if you history says quite the opposite. Those who are scarlet colored have murdered people, have stolen lands, have warned against people. But we're the ones who are the thugs and the criminals. See? Because why? Because they're controlling the media. We have never went to war with anybody. What army do black people have? What, what, what war did we go over and uh, drop some bombs on somebody? Who have we enslaved? See? That's not us, brothers and sisters. That's not us. It's the government, the Roman government. Psalms 49 and 11, brother. To prove to you who it is. Psalms 49 verse 11 Their inward thought is That their houses shall continue forever And their dwelling places to all generations They call their lands after their own names Read that again They call their lands after their own names Who is that? Who calls the name after their own uh, Call the lands after their own names Brothers and sisters Washington State <laughs> mm -hmm. See America America Vespucci See These are the same people The eagle brothers and sisters The eagle it is those that are scarlet colored, brothers and sisters. The powers, the rulers, the Romans who are ruling today. These are the people who would look to destroy us, brothers and sisters. 
We're going to go to Revelations 12 and 1. We're going to read 1 through 3. Revelation 12 and 1. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. It says there was a great dragon with seven heads and ten horns. Now, those seven heads refer to a, a geographical location, which is Rome. Because why? Rome sits on seven mountains. Then you have the ten horns, which are the ten countries that came out of Rome. Because why? We all know that Rome was a little bit different from other empires. Because why? It went outside of their borders and took over other lands and then used those lands as Roman empires too. The same way somebody does that today. Who is that? America? How they put a base over in Puerto Rico, put a base over here, put a base over there, and then control from that area. See? They dealing with the same they're dealing with the same theology, brothers and sisters. They're the same people, brothers and sisters, claiming that they're Israel. You're not Israel. You're Esau. We know now. The gig's up. The gig is up. So when you look at we're going to prove it to you. Let's go to uh, Revelation 17 and 9 to prove to you how you can figure out who the uh, seven heads and ten horns is. Revelation 17 and 9. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. See? So you would look up what empires on se- any land, what, what places on seven mountains, and that will lead you to Rome, the Roman Empire, the same people who are ruling during crisis time. And where it speaks of the ten horns, you have who? Luxembourg, Denmark, Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, Sweden, France, Spain, Great Britain, Switzerland, also known as the United Nations or the heads of NATO. These are the original ten lands that were subdued by the Romans. Those are the people who are against us, brothers and sisters, and still against us. So when you flee America... Those are not the places you want to go to, brothers, brothers and sisters, because those places have the same agenda as America. They have the same agenda, brothers and sisters. Now, who came from the ten horns? Let's show you. Daniel 7 and 8 to show you that somebody was prophesied to come from the ten horns. And you're going to find out who it is right now. You know them very well. Daniel 7 and 8. I considered the horns and behold... There came up among them another little horn. A little horn? Before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. So there was three horns plucked up by the roots. And out of those three came one. Now who was that? France. Great Britain. Spain. And who did they establish? America. See? So America's in scriptures, brothers and sisters. It don't say America. Because America didn't exist at that time. But you telling me that the greatest empire to ever live, which is America, is not in scripture, but all the other ones are? Hmm. That wouldn't be equitable. The Bible prophesied that there would be another kingdom. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 8. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, 
And this horn were eyes like the eyes of man and a mouth speaking great things. Speaking great things, speaking blasphemy. There is no God. Right? America perpetuates Satanism. In fact, they got a church of Satan right here in New York. They got a church of Satan right here in California, brothers and sisters. What kind of, what kind of mess is this? Where you can outright just worship Satan. <laughs> you think the Most High would tell you to follow that government? You think he would tell you to vote for this government? Christianity is an illusion, brothers and sisters. You're a sheep. Just following what the pastor tell you to do. Be a good slave. You'll float up, pay your tithes and offering. You'll float up into heaven when you die. This is what they teach us, brothers and sisters. And I'm not faulting on people because why? When you're a slave, you have no authority on what you learn. You're a slave. We're slaves. I'm a slave. Until Christ come back and liberate me, liberate you, liberate us. Revelations 13 and 1. Got three more passages. We'll close it out. Revelation 13, verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns. And upon his head is the name of blasphemy. Where it says ten crowns, that means rulerships, kingdoms. Verse 2. Uh, read verse 4, brother. Excuse me. Revelations 13 and 4. And they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. They worshiped the dragon that gave power to the beast. We know that the beast is a governmental structure. Who gave it power, brother? They worshiped the beast. Uh, Verse 4, and they worship the dragon which gave power to the beast. To prove to you that the power from the government comes directly from Satan. That's scripture, brothers and sisters. The beast gets his power from the dragon. You know who the dragon is. That's Lucifer. That's Satan. Read that one more time, brother. Please. Verse 4, and they worship the dragon which gave power to the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? See? See, brothers and sisters? They get their power. They get their technology from Satan. Who You think that the government, the things that the government are doing don't come from the mind of a man, brothers and sisters. A man couldn't think of those things. A man don't know how much jet fuel or rocket fuel to take to get to the moon or to get out in space. How could he know that? That didn't come from the mind of a man, brothers and sisters, to create an atom bomb. That didn't come from the mind of a man, brothers and sisters. That came directly from Lucifer, from Satan, brothers and sisters. And they got a, they got a, they got a, a, a snare there for you. Because why? If you're trusting the government, then you'll trust this. Go to Revelation 13 and six, uh, 16. If you trust in government, then you'll receive this then, right? Revelation 13 and 16. <clears throat> and he caused it all, both small and great, rich and poor. Free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark. Read that again, brother. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark. Now, who have control to say who can buy and who can sell? Probably those same people that tell you can't have a business without a business license. Probably the same people that have you taxed on everything you buy. See? This is the government, brothers and sisters. They're the only people who can control who can buy and who can sell. They're doing it right now. So they're going to tell you, listen, we have an electronic currency. And, um, you know, you know, they'll probably be at your job. Just come on downstairs, you know, bottom level. Get a shot in you real quick. Go back upstairs. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. 
Listen, your money's there. We didn't take your money. It's there. It's in, it's in computer form, though. So you just get this chip. You have access to your money. In fact, we're going to give you 5000 on top of that just for changing over. That's what they're going to do, brothers and sisters. In fact, we can't even give you your tax refund until you get this mark. This is what they're going to do, brothers and sisters. In fact, I actually have to fire you and let you go because since we're not paying with cash anymore, we can't even pay you no more. So the only way that you can receive being paid, brother, is if you get this mark. This is government, brothers and sisters. And if you follow and trust the government, what's the government? They don't mean nothing bad for me. You will receive this mark. And you'll receive eternal damnation also. They're already dealing with it in Wisconsin. Last year, I saw there was a business, a full-fledged company, mm -hmm. that uh, they receive, they give you the, the RFID chip right there at the job. You can go get stuff out the um, vending machine, open the doors, all of that. The thing is, it's going to start off not being forced. It's going to start off just, you know, if you want to, it's free will. But eventually, it will be forced, brothers and sisters. It'll be forced to the fact where they're not going to hold you down, but they're going to make it almost virtually impossible for you to live without it. Let me ask you at home and even the guys here in the studio a question. Let's say your boss offered you an easier way to log on to your computer in the morning or bypass having to get change for the vending machine or even get through a secure door uh, by having a microchip planted in your hand. Anyone? Yes? Anyone? No! Yeah, well, it's uh, apparently happening and not everybody's happy about the idea. I'm stunned to hear that that's actually something that's being considered now. I mean, that sounds so science fiction. Kind of does, doesn't it? That's why we put Samuel Burke on the task. Apparently, the guys in the studio aren't having it. How about you? What do you think of this? Well, it's experimental, so we can't be sure of what's going to happen. But you know me. I'm an experimental type of guy. <laughs> so are. I would go along with it just when it comes to work, nothing else, hey? But basically, <laughs> what this company is doing, they're trying this out. I've got to tell you. This is RFID technology. That probably doesn't mean a lot to anybody at home, but it's the same technology we have in our badges that we use to get into work. So there's a company in Wisconsin. They're giving uh, employees the option, and about 50 out of the 80 employees have opted to do it so they can, instead of using the badge or instead of using their phone to buy something at the vending machine or instead of using a credit card, they just have a little chip inserted into uh, their hand right there between the thumb and your pointer finger. It's done by either a tattoo artist or someone who has a license to do piercings put in that way. And it's really just the same technology that we're using inside other devices, only you can't lose it, even though I've been known to lose my hand every once in a while. Now, important <laughs> to note here, the FDA has granted permission for similar technology to be used before, but they have regulations over concerns of radiation from some of these chips. So mm. there are potential issues out there, but there are regulations in place. I'm guessing you wouldn't do it, Michaela. I'm completely freaked out by this idea. What if somebody decides to cut off my hand and use my hand to get inside the door somewhere? Okay, okay maybe I watched happen, too many movies. What <laughs> was interesting to me is I actually talked to the CEO of the company behind this technology. It's a different company that's using it for their employees, but the guy who's really one of the inventors behind this. And I said, do you have concerns? And he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm concerned about hacking. I would be concerned about governments using it for nefarious things. So even Good the CEO point. himself says, yes, it could be used negatively. Experimental. It, it, it'll cut down on the people saying, hey, can I just borrow your badge? Because they have to drag you with it. Um, Interesting, interesting. Let us know what more we hear about this, Samuel. We'll watch it with you. Thanks very much. You won't even be able to pay your bills. And you know what your pastor is going to say. 
That ain't the mark of the beast. Why? Because he can't get paid. How he gonna get your tithes and offering if he <laughs> you don't have the mark? So he gonna tell you to get it. Trust me. Because how he gonna get his jet? <laughs> how he gonna how he gonna go on vacation? So he gonna have it too. This is how they set it up, brothers and sisters. They set it up so they can blow it down. Uh, continue, brother. <clears throat> Verse seventeen. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that hath the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Right. So people will think it's going to say six six six, but it's not, brothers and sisters. It's going to be an eighteen digit code, like on a credit card. It's going to be a serial number, brothers and sisters. And it's going to be the size of a grain of rice. It's going to have your shot records on it. It's going to have your debt on it. It's going to have all those things on it, brothers and sisters. You, they'll say, listen, you don't need to have a license anymore because we got you here. No one word. In fact, I know you're on a life sentence in prison, but if you receive this, we'll let you go because we can track you. This is what they're going to do. They're going to go right into the prison and offer brothers to leave in order to take this chip. Who's not going to do that? It's going to be benefits. No, it's certainly going to be benefits. Because why? Your grandfather may wander off with Alzheimer's, and we want to help find him. So get this chip. <laughs> we'll be able to track him down for you. See, you don't want to get in a car accident maybe one day, and then they give you some medication that you're actually allergic to, so they have your shot records right there. Just go ahead and get it. Just go ahead and get it. It's easy. It's convenient. This is what they're going to do, brothers and sisters. If you trust in this government, you vote in this government system. This is this is where it's going to lead to, brothers and sisters. That's why he said we trust in oppression and stay there long. We're being oppressed, brothers and sisters, and we need to liberate ourselves. And we're going to show you how to do that. Revelations 18 and 4. We've got three scriptures after that, and we're going to close out. Revelation 18, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins. And that ye receive not of her plagues. Come out of her. Come out of the, the daughter of Babylon, brothers and sisters. You must leave. You must leave. If you don't leave, you're not going to live. And some people say, well, no, I need to stay here and show my faith by getting killed by these people. You're not showing your faith, brother. You're showing how simple you are and immature. The Most High told you to leave. He never sends destruction without first sending Somebody to ring the alarm. What happened? Noah told him a flood is coming. He always sends somebody. He always gives a way through scripture to know, okay, listen, I, I need to get out of here. It's not it's not having faith if you stay here. It's having faith to go outside into a land where you never lived before and say, I'm gonna rely on the most high God. I don't know how I'm gonna eat, I don't know how I'm gonna live, but I know he's gonna take care of me, and I know I'm not gonna receive that mark. See, that's faith. That's faith, brothers and sisters. And that's what's going to have to happen. Because America is going to be utterly wasted, according to the Bible, according to Jeremiah. By the Medes. Who are the Medes? That's I. Thank you. That's Iran. And who's all in the news? They're saying, well, yeah, we need to proliferate Iran from their nuclear capabilities. Why? Because they know Iran is ready to die. They got 150,000 soldiers right now who are ready to die. 
check this out. They know. They say, listen, we know this is going to be a war. The first wave of, you know, of war, we have 150,000 prepared to die. They know they're going to die because this is war. This is how they think, brothers and sisters. How are you going to beat that? They're ready. It's crazy how they uh, was going down in Iran, man. When people hate us. Trump is going through prophecy by pulling out of the Iran deal Absolutely. so they can make their weapons. Absolutely. He's giving them the, the opportunity Absolutely. to put it together. Yeah. Because they're going to nuke us. Yeah. Because they're actually they're against America. Donald Trump is against America. The elites are against America because why? Europe haven't got a chance to get their shine. America jumped over them. And since America have been, you know, America's what Rome dreamt to be. The Ten Horns haven't got any any credit or any shine because America. So once America is destroyed, all power go back to Europe according to Scripture. And that's who Christ is going to deal with upon his second coming. He's going to deal with them, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Ephesians 6 and 12, and then we'll go to Matthew 11. Ephesians 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, brothers and sisters, it's not just about the government. It's about who's controlling the government. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, rulers of the air, of the darkness. The prince of this world, brothers and sisters. You receiving that mark isn't just... It's not just... A currency is something deeper, sinister, more sinister than you just receiving some level of currency. The Most High said this is your temple. If you defile your temple by putting something like that in you, you will be destroyed, brothers and sisters. You will be destroyed. So what? The relationships we make now is critical because this is all we're going to have, brothers and sisters. Be amongst people you love, you can trust, and who believe like you believe because you're going to need those people. When the time comes, you're going to need the skills that they have, the agriculture, all of that, the hunting, all of that you're going to need, brothers and sisters. So this time that we have together is very important. It's very important because we're going to protect each other. This is the time, brothers and sisters, to build the relationships and to find out who you can trust, who's going to follow the laws, who believe in the most high, higher, who's willing to go. Who's willing to celebrate the holy days? Because why? When we're in the wilderness, the holy days stand. When you go into Acts 2, what happened on the the day of Pentecost? The Holy Spirit fell down on them. They spoke in tongues. Because why? They were doing what they were supposed to when they were supposed to on the holy day. If they weren't there on the holy day, they would have never they would have never received that gift. So we have to keep the holy days, brothers and sisters, especially once we're in that wilderness, because we're looking to be protected. We're looking to be guided. The Most High may say, go here, leave there. Because why? We're in the spirit when we're supposed to, calling on the right God, of course. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood, brothers and sisters. We're going to go to Matthew eleven twenty-eight, 28, and then we're going to end it on Baruch, uh, Baruch chapter 2. The Gospel. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Matthew 11 and 28. Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Right. Who should we trust in? This is who we should trust in. We should trust in Christ. We should trust in the Most High. 
Those who are tired, those who are oppressed, the only rest is trusting in the Most High. That's the only rest you're going to receive. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See? So we were brought here to serve, brothers and sisters, not to look for equality. We were never supposed to be aligned with satanic people. The satanic people who brought us here. We were never supposed to be maligned with them, brothers and sisters. Christ is our rest. The most high is our rest. Politician can't help you, brothers and sisters. Politician cannot help you. You're trusting on a politician for what Christ is supposed to do for us. We got to trust in Christ, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Baruch 2 and 30. We'll close it out. And your apographer. Baruch chapter 2, verse 30 through 35. Baruch 2, verse 30. For I knew that they would not hear me, because it is a stiff-necked people. But in the land of their captivity, they shall remember themselves. See, we would remember ourselves in that land. That same land where we were swung on trees. Verse 31. And shall know that I am the Lord their God. For I give them in heart and ears to hear. And they shall praise me in the land of their captivity and think upon my name. So how, how are you going to tell me the most high name don't matter? When he said we will think upon his name. How can we think? Name up. Not names. It's not plural. The most high don't have 42 different names. That's divisive. The most high name is I am. Ahiah. He just told you I am right there. Read it up. Read verse 31, brother. Verse 31. And shall know that I am the Lord their God, that, for I give them in heart. That I am Ahiah is our God, brothers and sisters. Don't let anybody tell you that the name is not important. Continue, brother. Verse 31. And, and shall know that I am the Lord their God, for I give them in heart and ears to hear. And they shall praise me in the land of their captivity and think upon my name. And return from their stiff neck. And from their wicked deeds, for they shall remember the way of their fathers which sinned before the Lord. That's what we're doing right now. We're remembering our fathers. We're remembering the covenant that was made with our fathers. It was prophesied. See, and this is why they put the drugs in your neighborhood. This is why they put the music on the radio. Because they knew that it was prophesied in the land of our captivity we would wake up. So they have done their darn hardest. To make sure they push off that prophecy as long as possible. Listen, give them, listen, give them, uh, you know, give them trash music, you know, put porn on the internet, right? Give them all these garbage television shows, reality shows, give them celebrities, give them drugs, put crack in the neighborhood, put all of that in the neighborhood. Because they knew it was prophesied that you would wake up. Verse 34. And I will bring them again in the land which I promised with an oath unto their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they shall be lords of it, and I will increase them, and they shall not be diminished. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them to be their God, and they shall be my people. And I will no more drive my people of Israel out of the land that I have given them. See, so we will receive that land again, brothers and sisters. We wanted to... Just go to you and show you that it was prophesied that we would wake up. And this is who we go to when we need liberation. We don't go to politicians. We don't go to Barack Obama, Donald Trump. We go here. We go to our record. We go to the Bible. We go to the Most High. Because why? It's prophesied that that's how we receive rulership. 
That's how, brothers and sisters. So today's lesson, we wanted to go into the evil within politics and government. And we hope that, brothers and sisters, when the next election, excuse me, the next election comes up, uh, you make the right decision to not be involved. When protests are going on, you don't get involved. When anything political is going on, you don't get involved, brothers and sisters. If Donald Trump come and say, oh, he hates black people or whatever, don't let that move you, brothers and sisters, because you understand that the government is against you. We want to say, uh, Kwam Yasharala, Kwam Yasharala, sin no more. Sin no more.